there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Saints made a smart decision re-signing Alvin Kamara. Now you can make a smart decision of your own. Sign up to become an annual Saints Happy Hour Fan Club patron and save 5% off the monthly rate. You get access to the Saints Happy Hour daily podcast ad-free. No ads ever. You get the Saints Happy Hour Booze Bundle, four swag items, amazing. Access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. What are you waiting for? This offer won't be around forever. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com, sign up, and save 5% today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Find us on the YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Saints Happy Hour podcast. Search us. Find us. We're amazing. You should support us. Andrew's not here tonight because he's doing frat boy type activities in Hilton Head. But his dad is in the chat. His dad is in the chat. So there you go. That's so Andrew. Like That doesn't surprise me in the least that he's... He was in a fraternity. He's he, Andrew. Andrew in a fraternity doing going to Hilton Head. That that's the most huge thing you could possibly do besides beat a fifty-five-year-old woman at tennis. Kevin is with us tonight, and oh, by the way, me and Kevin have some fun things to talk about later on. But Dave, what are you drinking tonight? I'm about to crack this open. This is uh, Hex Clouds from. Uh, Southern Prohibition in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. This is a double dry hopped, double IPA. It is good. I've had this before. It's delicious. I highly recommend it. I am drinking. I am drinking a great white from the the Galveston Causeway Brewing Company. I am drinking it out of my 2017 Astros World Championship glass. Even though you hate them and they cheated their way to it and you wish they didn't win it, they won it. Uh, and, well, by the way, it was delight. I know the Astros didn't win, didn't get to the World Series, but it was delightful rooting for the team that America hated for two weeks. And it was a top five sports experience in my life. I can't recommend it highly enough to root for a team that America hates. It was amazing. Kevin, are you drinking anything tonight? Yeah, so I'm drinking whiskey. Um, I am drinking <laughs> Suntory whiskey. Uh, I've heard about that. Taki. This it kind of tastes. Um, there's a little bit of a uh, oh, what do you call it? The uh, the Japanese rice wine uh, sake. There's a bit of a sake taste to it. Um, the description on the side says a vivid blend of carefully selected Japanese whiskeys, 
silky with a subtly sweet and spicy finish. Well, that sounds uh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that they that this is a blended whiskey. Um, it's I've never had it before. I would have this again. Uh, it I, I do taste the sweetness, um, but I do get the vibe, uh, the a flavoring of. Uh, the uh, the sake like the rice wine. Ooh, I like so, that. I might have to. I might have to get that. I I like uh, I like bourbons with sweetness and whatnot. That'll go good for my game day drinking. I have to say. And with, then wait a minute, wait a minute. Even though he's not here, I'm just picturing Andrew right now. You know, in like some Nantucket <laughs> pink shorts, um, on a beach somewhere, drinking uh, natty natty light, or maybe maybe one of his frat bros just just iced him. Yeah. Now he's got Hilton a, Head, he, he just got the, iced. The one thing that's weird about Hilton Head, Hilton Head is golf and, and Juge isn't a golfer. So that's kinda weird. You well, know? I mean tennis and golf go hand in hand. I mean where there's golf courses, there's tennis courts. Ah, that's I'm true. sure I'm sure there's plenty of tennis courts on Hilton Head as well. You know, people people look, people know about twenty twenty being awful, and especially for me and Kevin, it's it's just been the worst. But Kevin, I have to say, when I heard the new this is how screwed up 2020 is when i heard the news that gail benson was potentially carjacked it didn't even phase me that's how fucked up 2020 is like when you heard the news oh so she was in the car she was in the car dude got in the car and apparently she yelled at him, and he exited the car and got back in his and left. I'm, that's the thing. Like, it didn't even phase me that, that, that something that crazy had happened. I have this, this – because it ended well, we can laugh about it. I have so many questions, Dave. Why is somebody worth $4 billion driving themselves? They're not. Gail wasn't driving. Gail does not – let me – Gail – I have seen Gail driving many times – uh, I've seen her turn off of uh, Audubon Boulevard or Audubon Place where she lives and drive up St. Charles and go to various events. I've seen her at Yolman Stadium for various Saints events. So she doesn't um, drive herself? They, she does not drive herself. Okay. She's got, I think it's like a Maybach uh, or Maybach. I don't know how you pronounce Maybach, that. Maybach, yeah. Maybach, yeah, um, and all black. I mean, and it looks like it looks presidential almost. I mean, it looks like it's got like heavy duty, like bulletproof <laughs> uh, glass, and you know the windows are tinted. You cannot see anything in the back seat. I mean, this is a fucking obviously Tom Benson owned Mercedes dealerships. Uh, obviously, they have uh, the creme de la creme of uh, of of cars. Um, but uh, no, she she, I, she has a driver. She sits in the back. She has a driver. Um, and I think it was Balky on Discord. I think he had the best explanation uh, because I think the situation was the driver left the vehicle. And after the driver had left the vehicle, uh, that's when the uh, high j- attempted carjacking occurred. Um, and so Balky, you know, first of all, this is in a shopping center on Claiborne Avenue. This is actually right across the street from Yolman Stadium and Tulane University and very close to my store. And this is in a shopping center that I frequent very regularly, um, uh, multiple times a week. Um, and so I'm kind of surprised to hear that this happened. So, but like Balky had 
hypothesize, you know, I think maybe the guy, her driver, probably was running into that UPS store that's right there. Although I think he was probably trying to, he was picking up some of that general, general so chicken from Dragon King. Uh, <laughs> but that's, uh, you know, we have we have no evidence either way of that. But um, uh, and uh, yeah, and then somebody. So you asked the question. I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, it's a nice car. I think anybody who would know anything I mean, about Maybach cars would is, realize that's that it, beyond a nice car. That's like a, yeah, it's like half a million bucks. Yes, um, I don't think that they knew that it was Gail Benson in the car, Gales. but I'm, I would have to assume they knew it was. I don't know. Actually, they probably. I would think that they assumed that when they saw the person get out of the. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Front seat, and the car was still running. Uh, they probably assumed that the car was empty, and so they took it as an opportunity. Uh, but that's a weird... I'm very surprised to learn that somebody would be willfully and, and uh, diligently and actively looking to, uh, in that area, looking to carjack. I, I feel like this was more of like just a unique opportunity and somebody took advantage of it as opposed to he well, was Kevin, sitting there think, and waiting to hide to, to carjack. Think, do you think when the person got in the car, do you think Gail dropped the, do you know who I am card on them? Or they looked at her and they're like, "Oh shit, that's Gail Benson. I need to, I need to get out." Like, how do you think it went down? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I would, I would, I would assume Gail probably just like screamed again because <laughs> I think, I think this guy saw this as an opportunity and he was like, "Well, if it's going to be this easy, I'll go ahead and do it." <laughs> and when he got in the car and realized that somebody was in there. You know, stealing a car is one thing. Stealing a human being, you know, then you're adding kidnapping uh, to uh, your list of offenses. Yeah. And I, I, I think that again, I think that this person probably just saw a rare opportunity to maybe grab a, uh, you know, an easy, have an easy time of grabbing a nice a car. Maybach, but then yeah. Realized, yeah. So I, I, that, that's my, that's my take on it. Kevin. Do you, do you think they reckon? Do you, but do you think they knew the like? How many, like, what percentage of people in New Orleans know who Gail Benson is? Like, it's got to be 
know who Gail Benson is, I would probably say she. I would probably say she has a a recognizable name. Uh, like a face. I, I think I would think most uh, New Orleanians Saints fans know she who she is that she's the owner. Recognize her face. Seventy. I don't know. I, I think I think you're looking at a fifty-fifty. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, maybe. That's right. Maybe. Like I don't know if I could. If you gave me a lineup of of old white women. <laughs> and said, "Pick this one that owns the Saints." Be, I, I'm not sure if I could do it. Like that, I yeah. know she's got, I know she has the jet black hair, and that's about it. Well, we need to do that so, with Kevin. We need to do that with we need to do that with Gail Benson, and we need to do that with Saints players for Kevin. Like, I wonder how many players Kevin could identify. It'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> So we got people in the chat room. A- ask your questions and whatnot. We'll get to it. But um, you know, it was no fun today. And the, and the Saints teams didn't know the Saints no favors. Tampa Bay curb stomped the Packers. Uh, Atlanta. Well, that's where I wanted to go. I wanted to segue. You were talking about the Astros. So now Tampa Bay Rays are in the yeah. World Series. Uh, this is obviously, of course, following the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. So the city of Tampa Bay is uh, Doing well. they're having a moment. They're having yeah. a moment right it's, now. You know, the and, thing uh, is, though, like Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays, they literally have no fans. Like they have the lowest payroll. They don't sell out playoff games. Like when I tell you they have no fans, That's they have no fucking fans. Um, so, but I like them. They were nice to the Astros when after Harvey, the Astros needed a place to play. And the Rangers were like, go fuck yourself. Uh, that'll mess with our season ticket holders. And Tampa was like, you can come play here. It's fine. So I don't I don't hate Tampa. They beat the Astros, but whatever. The wait is finally over. A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. And the MLB playoffs are in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Michael Thomas, Dave, he got... Off the rails, he got suspended, or not? He didn't get suspended. The Saints, it wasn't classified as a suspension, right? Because it, if he had gotten suspended, then he would have lost a whole bunch of money. Well, no, it would have meant it would have meant that the Saints could have ejected, and all his like thirty million dollars more that's guaranteed yeah. wouldn't have been guaranteed. So it wasn't yeah. a suspension technically, and he was go- Cam Jordan was on Good Morning Football on yes Friday, and. Uh, Michael Thomas was walking behind him. He was goofing off. So, you know, we were worried that uh, the Michael Thomas suspend the 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 whole uh, episode. It might be, you know, Brandon Cooks <laughs> trade. We we traded the player to improve the defense territory. How are you feeling now about the the Michael Thomas? I don't even know what you call it. Like the the brouhaha, the shenanigans. Like how are you feeling? How are you feeling about it now? 
You think you can get Michael Thomas to goof off in the background when you uh, do your WWL thing in the morning with Eric Paulson? Maybe. I mean, the thing is, though, WWL, they're they're trying to decide whether they want this background where I have the logo for the podcast or they want the Al Natural background of the cats and the coffee maker. Oh, yeah, you'd uh, have to go back to the El Natural if you want Michael Thomas to goof off in the background. People, people, they said, Leslie Spoon is so nice to me. People don't like it as much. They like it when Eric is rude. Yeah. That's why I watch. I watch you you get insulted. I don't want to to watch Leslie Spoon just talk nice to you for (laughs) two minutes. Uh, what was your original question? I don't remember. Worried about Michael Thomas. Are are we beyond it? Is it going to be fine the rest of the way? Yeah, probably. I mean, just make sure you throw the ball, you know, throw the ball to him enough. Kevin, uh, as as I look around the NFL, because I know you watch the tape. I don't know break, if Kevin's here. Is Kevin here? Yeah, Kevin's here. As you, break it, as you break it down, you watch the tape. You watch more tape than Jude. You, you eat the tape. Uh, defense is atrocious. And – I was thinking today as I was talking to Kevin's him. Kevin's not here. Kevin had a power outage. He just texted. Oh, he just texted. Yeah, power outage. Yeah. Fantastic. So I'll ask you this question. <laughs> Kevin is literally not here tonight. Kevin is literally frozen in time. He's like caveman <laughs> lawyer. He's frozen. Um, <laughs> That's a great reference. <laughs> but I don't understand your laws. They're weird and crazy. I'm just a simple caveman. Uh, but here's my question. I'll ask you this, Dave. Um, I was talking to Mike to tell you the defense has been atrocious. So, you know, and as Saints fans, we're used to bad defense. Like the Saints, the Saints, Saints, mediocre defense feels amazing. Good defense feels like the 85 Bears, right? So where can I sign up for mediocre defense? But my thing is like with the – Overs on the NFL. We had a gambling show. You should listen to it. We had the the, the marketing director from um, Bet Online. Uh, he came on and was explaining overs are just killing it. People are just betting overs and they're hitting, hitting, hitting. Um, so do we have to re sort of I don't know the right word calibrate or change our expectations of what is good enough defense to win games and win the Super Bowl? Where it used to be like, hey, if you hold them up. You got to hold them under 21 or 24. Like now, do we really need to look at it and just be like, this is what defense is? And it's, you know, five, six, seven years ago, we would consider it borderline atrocious. But now it's okay. Like, do we need to change our expectations? I mean, I know, I know, I know so far the season overs have been hitting a lot. We've been seeing a lot of high scoring games. I think the last, uh, you know, this weekend isn't over yet, but I know last week, I think it's sort of started to calm down a little bit. Um, and I, I think that's how it happens normally on any other regular season. I think the later in the season you get, I think defense becomes more important and, and you see a lot lower scoring games. Um, Defenses start figuring out offenses. They start figuring out play calling and that kind of stuff from their opponents. They've got a lot more tape on their opponents later in the season. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's a natural trend in any season to see defense uh, pick up as as you move yeah. on as you move through the season. So, and I mean, I, I think that's what's going to happen here. I think that's I I don't think that it's going to continue. I don't think you're going to. 
I don't think you people are still going to be hitting the overs. Uh, and obviously know, Vegas man. is obviously Vegas is adjusting and they're setting the overs higher. Um, you know, so that's one thing. So you're you're not going to be able to find from a betting perspective. It's not. It's going to be a little bit harder to find value now. Um, I don't know. But, uh, I just think I just worry about these teams. Like, granted, you have bad teams, and they you have a lot of bad teams, and they check out the last three, four weeks of a season. But I just worry this year. Like, you're going to have so many bad teams. I think teams. Once we get around Thanksgiving, I think you are going to have so many teams check out and be like, this is bullshit. I'm away from my family. I don't care. We're terrible. I'm just going through the motions. They closed the facility on a Wednesday. I did. I had to do a work from home day. They thought I was in the meetings. I was on Zoom, but really I was checked out completely, and I was playing the PlayStation while I was on the Zoom in the linebacker <laughs> meeting. Like I just think, I just think these teams. I think you're, you're gonna. I think it's gonna last all year. I don't think people think the weather is gonna slow it down. I don't think so. And oh, by the way, I am riding the Jets until they buck me. Like survivor <laughs> pools. Bets. I I don't care. I don't care if the Jets play Newman. I'm betting on Arch Manning to drop 30 on them. Like the Jets are a they're disgrace, Dave. They're not winning a game. Um, but I want to get to the headline. Go ahead. Did you watch the Newman game? We, I watched the a little. Astros. I watched a little of it, but I mean, the, Ast- the Astros played seven days in a row, so I, it was like, like Astros playoffs game just consumed the Marlboro House for the last twelve days. Like, you know, he looks good though. Like he's a he's a. I don't know if he'll end up being an NFL prospect or whatever, but he's going to be a good college quarterback. I I, I mean, he's supposed to be an NFL prospect. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, yeah, he he was good. Um, you know, obviously there was no Thursday night NFL game, so that allowed ESPN two to, uh, to run with a high school game and probably get some decent ratings. But, um, uh, but I, you know, I, I, by by the end of it, I, it was just, the whole thing was a Manning schmooze love fest. I mean, every, every second they got they're pulling quotes. Well, I mean, what else is it going to be? Grandfather, they're showing footage of Cooper and his wife and whatever. They're showing old home photos. I mean, it was basically pretty much, you know, the next episode of the Book of Manning documentary. It was. It was. was, With just some Newman football. It was the Book of Manning prologue, right? Yeah, seriously. I mean, I started feeling bad for the other kids on the team, you know. Yeah. The other kids on the other team might make a play, and then they just like wouldn't even yeah, mention whatever. it, and they just go back to talking about something that's great about the Mannings, uh, you know. But the one funny thing I'll say about this: so there's a kid on Booker T. Washington. He picked he picks Arch Manning off twice, I think, in this game. But Arch Manning has thrown eight interceptions in his young high school career, and five of them are this one kid from Booker T. Washington, and I just. I keep thinking like 40 years from now, if Arch Manning continues on the trajectory that he's Dude. on and he becomes like a superstar in the NFL, that kid's going to be like Al Bundy 50 years yeah, from now. Be like, I, I picked off Arch I Manning, picked five, off times Arch Manning five times in a single game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not, you aren't. You aren't I kidding. I mean, I the thing is, like, does each interception he has arch of off of Arch Manning does that equal a star in his rating? So he's a five star player based simply on his interceptions of Arch Manning. 
I don't know. I mean, Arch Manning's a sophomore, so I think he's only played two years of high school, which means this kid would have... <laughs> and he had two that night, which means he must have had, like, three picks on him the dude, last time they played that him. Dude, oh, that dude owns... is Arch Manning's oh. daddy. Oh, uh, yeah, seriously. But I want to get to the reason why I titled this podcast, and I did it for clickbait reasons, but I, I do believe it. I, listen, Aaron Rodgers was terrible today. Russell Wilson, he's been amazing. But Seattle's pass defense, they're on a level of 2012 Saints-level bad. So they're a 5-0. and They're kind of fraudulent a little bit. Alvin Kamara, seven touchdowns. He's at least – he's definitely, I think, in the lead for Offensive Player of the Year, Dave. But what does he have to do? And I know the MVP is a quarterback-driven uh, award. But what does he have to do to get into the conversation for MVP? Like, what, like statistic-wise, what do you think he has to put up to where people start saying, eh, well, Kamara, at least got to discuss it. Like, how ridiculous does he have to be? Yeah, you said it. It would have to be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it's certainly not going to happen. Uh, I wouldn't even consider it a possibility this season. He'd have to put up, like... I mean, obviously, at least a thousand rushing, uh, maybe like twelve hundred catching, uh, two thousand yards, like, twenty-five touchdowns. Like that's the and that doesn't touchdowns? that that'd guarantee him the offensive yeah. player of the year, but it'd probably get him like top four MVP. Like that's I, where I just, he's got to go. See them, yeah, I, I, you'd, you'd have to have some all-time great running back season uh, for them to not give it to a quarterback. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting. The other interesting topic on Saints Twitter, uh, and we'll get to sort of trades and other things in a little bit, but Dave, I got to say, and we talked about this on our Grades podcast, uh, which, by the way, you should become a patron so you get the podcast every day, and uh, if you sign up at the annual level, you save 5%. And if you sign up at the $12 level, you get the booze bundle, you get the card, you get access to the podcast, and you get the shirt that Dave has made that's amazing. And My wife! We'll get that shipped out to you immediately if you sign up annually. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replacement blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turn off. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 
armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. On the Grades Podcast with me and Andrew, I said this about Trey Hendrickson, Dave. I am at the point now with the Saints, I think he's going to have 8 to 10 sacks, and I am petrified that the Saints will lose him in free agency, and I am petrified that the Saints will sign him to like a four-year, $50 million contract. Like, where are you with uh, Trey Hendrickson and sort of where he ranks on the Saints – not on, like, who we expect to be good on defense, but, like, if you rank Saints players of, like, this guy's playing the best, this guy's second best, this guy's third best, where would you put Trey Hendrickson playing right now on the Saints defense? Like, how good is he playing? I mean, as, as far as himself is concerned, he's probably he's having arguably uh, the best season of his career. Unbought by far. Uh, yeah, um, he's on pace for nine and a half sacks. Yeah, um, you know, God, I mean, I feel like he's at this point he's the most important guy on the on the defensive front. Uh, he's the only guy who's been consistently getting anything done on a regular basis. Uh, you know, where does that put him? I mean, you got to put him behind Demario Davis, I'd say. Um, would you put him ahead of Kane? I would put him ahead of Lattimore. I think Lattimore I'd, played pretty good against the Chargers, better than people think. He's hurt. He's got the hamstring. I would put him ahead of Lattimore. I might put him I'd ahead of... i put a lot of people of, in front of Lattimore at this point right now. Um, would you put him and ahead? then, I mean, the only question is, like, you know, what, what do you do about Malcolm Jenkins? Like, Malcolm Jenkins is a leader, and he's important in the locker room. Does that... Does that make him more important than Trey Hendrickson? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. He's definitely ahead of uh, Anzalone. I I would I would say like I would put I him. I mean, yeah, he's top five for sure. Oh, he's I say he's top three. I would even put him. I would put him as far as playing well right now. I would put him equal to Cam Jordan. Um. Uh, not ahead of him because Cam Jordan's starting to come on the last couple weeks. But he's equal to, and we're five weeks in. And the thing about Trey Hendrickson is he's going to get nine, ten sacks. And here's the thing about the NFL. I forgot who said it. I mean, Marcellus Wiley, I think, who's an ESPN commentator. Or maybe, maybe he's Fox now. But he always said, look, the NFL, every sack you have – that's a million dollars. They're going to pay you an annual salary. So if he hits nine, ten sacks, he's going to get paid nine, ten, eleven million dollars. And Andrew made the case on the Grades podcast that there's going to be some team out there that's going to be like, well, shit, we have to pay this money. We have to get to the salary cap floor. We have to pay somebody. Let's just pay Trey Hendrickson four years, fifty-five million dollars. He tries. He plays hard. We know he'll give us effort. And then where he goes, that team will be disappointed because Trey Hendrickson as your second best pass rusher or your third best pass rusher is amazing. Trey Hendrickson is like your number one guy. That is a problem. So, um, but but he's a he's a he's a great he's been great for the Saints. And uh, Dave, look, Marcus two first. He finally showed up. He. Did pretty. He looked pretty good against the Chargers. I still think his arm is wrecked. I joked on Twitter. People got mad at me. I said, "Look, I am an expert in people <laughs> with screwed up the screwed up the arms." 
I'm an expert. I live it. I <laughs> and that dude looks like he's got an arm that's screwed up. And I know he made some good plays, but he looked like a dude that doesn't have a as a guy who doesn't have a full range of motion in his arm. Marcus Davenport looks like a guy who doesn't have full range of motion. I'm just, you know, so uh, I'm concerned about him. So my question to you is, how many sacks does Trey Hendrickson have to have where you become the Saints have to resign him? I don't care. Like, what's the number of sacks where you're like, I don't care what it costs, Mickey Loomis, do the Loomis math, make it happen. Trey Hendrickson is a must resign. What's the number? Mm, I mean, like, definitely 12. I'm just, in my mind, I'm just debating on whether it's like 10. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like 10 sacks this season. Oh, man. Somebody, CK double, Ambrose you know, said when, that Mad Dog Radio. I made that whistle! Trey Hendrickson, thanks for joining us! Uh, uh, I so, mean, once you get into that, you know, there's there's uh, you know there's a certain je ne sais quoi that comes with having double digit sacks. Oh you know? yeah, it's like when you, I mean, once you're in the double digit level, then uh, then you know mentally and it just seems more impressive. So I, I don't know if he gets ten, but twelve, obviously, yeah, you yeah. have to pay him. But so I, I don't, I don't J- know. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the Saints next year, obviously. Salary cap's not going to go up like it normally does, and obviously the Saints already have salary cap issues. Um, I've been saying it all along. I, I think there's going to be some relief for. No, you. Most, I like what you call things. it. You you don't call it relief. You call it a bailout, and I. <laughs> I, I love that term. The, the NFL but, is going to bail mean, but, out. But teams. very. I mean, but you know, Trey Hendrickson could could have a double, a double digit sack season, and. Yeah, might be a situation where the Saints have to let him walk, which would be unfortunate. But no, I mean, it, listen, the Saint. I think the Saints' salary cap issues. I think they're a little overblown in the sense of they can finagle Drew Brees to stretch it out. They can let Marcus Williams walk, um, and then you can extend Ramchek or Lattimore, and that creates a ton. Um, you know, and they could, and they can even do Michael Thomas and Cam Jordan and, and kick it further down the road and if you know it could be a thing where if Jameis doesn't play the Saints can be like hey Jameis why don't you play for one year on a prove it deal you and Taysom can battle it out and they could have like Taysom at 8 million and Jameis at 7 million and then your quarterback is really low value so then you you have more cap flexibility so I don't know I don't know that it's all this doom and gloom that people um make it out to be. You know, the Saints they they always sort of find a way. I do think they'll be less I think they'll be less active next year because they're going to crank down their They've been in this yo ever since 2017, right? They've been in this YOLO Drew's aging. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. Let's go. Let's do it. It's, you know, they traded up for Marcus Davenport. They went and got Demario Davis. They went and got Emmanuel Sanders this year. They went and got Malcolm Jenkins, and they're like, screw the cap. We're just going to do these things. We're trying to win a Lombardi. I think once Drew walks out the door, they'll be less aggressive in free agency, but it doesn't mean they won't be able to sign their own guys. You know, I just – I th- I think you – I th- but sure, it's a short way of saying – it's a long way of saying, Dave, I think you're right. I think – and the best part is – when they bail out the NFL, 
Atlanta Falcons and Tampa Bay and Carolina fans are going to be so fucking mad that the Saints <laughs> got uh, help with their cap issues. It's just going to it's just going to be so great. Um, Speaking of Drew, by the way, we we can talk about his new. Uh, he bought a condo in, in the new building yet to be completed. Uh, <laughs> downtown construction, uh, the old trade center, I think. Yeah, with like a, it had like a golf simulator and all kinds of. Crazy yeah, he's, I know. I'm super jealous. He's got like a loft eighteen thing going on in his new apartment. Um, I mean, just my two cents on this. I mean, this is how I feel. I know a lot of people talk about what's Drew going to do after he retires. Uh, where is he going to live? Uh, again, I don't think he's, I think I've said this before, but I think he's out of here. I don't think he's living in new Orleans. Um, obviously he's buying this condo. I'm assuming he's going to sell his house uptown. Um, whenever he's, whenever he can move into this condo. Um, but I think for the most part, he's going to be living in San Diego or on the West oh, coast please. and he's just keeping his, you know, he'll have the condo here. He'll obviously need a place to stay when he visits. Cause he'll be visiting regularly yeah. his his walk-ons and his Jimmy John's and you know, all the other ties he'll have to the city. But um, yeah, but that'll be it for sure. It'll be, inter- be interesting to resident. see. I'm interested to see what Drew does post career in that. I know he's going to do TV and maybe he'll be good at that. I think he'll be he'll be at least above average because he'll just he'll just work at it so hard he'll make himself above average as a color and commentator or whatever. But I'm interested to see like does he coach? Does he try to get into politics? Like I'm interested to see like what he does long term. Um I don't think he'll coach because He's got the young kids, and that would just be like I feel like once he retires, he'll want to spend more time with his kids and that sort of thing. And coaching wouldn't allow him to do that. But it'll be interesting because he has this sort of personality, Dave. When you when you when you you listen to him, and you, you know Nick Underhill did a great piece about how he works with the wide receivers, about how Tom Brady just sort of yells at wide receivers, and if they don't young receivers, if they don't do what Tom Brady expects them to do, he just sort of freezes them out, and he's like, "Screw you, I'm going to throw to somebody else." Where Drew is always like, hey, let's work on it. If you're willing to work your butt off, I, I, we'll figure it out together. And that's sort of what they had like with Emmanuel Sanders, right? It took a while. It took a while. And then like Monday night, it clicked into place. And, you know, for a moment there, you're like, ah, we don't, maybe they can trade Michael Thomas. We'll just throw it to Mike. We'll just throw it to Emmanuel Sanders every time. But that shows to me, Dave, that maybe he's got a little bit of the coaching sort of gene or bug in him that maybe he'll be like maybe in like 10 years, Drew Brees will be like the Saints coach or Purdue's coach or something. Quickly, do you maybe think he you likes think, to coach his son's flag football team yeah. uh, in City Park? Do you think do you think in the next decade we will see Drew Brees as a coach somewhere at college or a pro? Not yeah, a head, I don't it know. doesn't even have to be I mean, a head I think coach he's, necessarily. You know, I think he's he's obviously shown yeah. his interest in going to the, you know, broadcasting side. Um, so, I mean, uh, unless uh, it doesn't work out, and if I'm being honest, I could see him maybe not being so good at it. Um, just because I could see him maybe being a little bland, a little boring. But, uh, you know, assuming that works out or assuming he continues to do that, I don't think he has any plans to, to get into coaching. All right. So before we get to before we get to the to, before we get to the picks of Carolina and the um, actually, you know what? I'm me and Kevin. We're going to talk about 
the uh, we'll save it I'll just mention it I am incredibly excited that the NFL trade deadline and the presidential election are on the same day <laughs> and me and Kevin we'll save it for when Kevin's back and he doesn't have a power outage they had a woman on deadspin she got mad at Adam Schefter because Adam Schefter made a joke about the trade deadline being on the same day as the election and she got mad at him because she was like the election is deadly serious stuff and blah 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 you can't football needs to take a back seat and blah 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 and I was just like fuck that I cannot wait and I'm not going to get it into politics one way or the other all I'm saying is there's going to be a window on election day from like 1 o'clock to like four o'clock when the trade deadline ends, you're gonna have exit polls from states leaking on the Twitters. And you're gonna have Saints rumors of trades leaking. And it is going to be amazing. You are gonna have like exit polls from Pennsylvania saying that Biden's up four and Trump's up six. And you're gonna have JJ Watt to the Saints for a second round pick. And Dave, I cannot wait. <laughs> that is going to be amazing. It might be one of the great Saints Twitter days of all time. I, I cannot wait. I am counting down the days to that insanity. Would you rather? Would you rather see the Saints? actually sign J.J. Watt, or would you rather see your candidate win oh, I, on election I, night? I, if it helped the Saints how, win the Super how Bowl... How short-sighted, yeah, how selfish and I'm, short-sighted are you going to be? I'm completely selfish. Like, if the Saints... <laughs> if you told me the Saints could get... Like, not even J.J. Watt, because J.J. Watt kind of looks old and broken, but if you told me the Saints could get a pass rusher that would guarantee them a place in the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship, I don't care who wins the presidential election. I'm just a selfish bastard. I don't care. Like, that's, like, the Saints, like, my priorities in life are, like, the health and happiness of my family. Uh, Mostly, uh, mostly... My wife! Because when she's happy, everything is happy. It's fine. So that's number one. But, like, the Saints are number two. And, like, Everything else is number three. Like, and call me selfish, call me privileged. I don't care, Dave. What about you? Would Would you rather your candidate win, or would you rather the Saints do something amazing on the trade deadline that would guarantee them a Super Bowl? I would rather my candidate win. Oh my God! <laughs> you, with, you with your ca- caring about America. <laughs> I would rather my candidate win. <sighs> The wait is finally over. A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early and the MLB playoffs are in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So now let's get to we got some great I'm gonna get to let me get to the um let me get to the Discord channel. What would this is a great wait, wait, question. If we're doing Scott. questions, start the fucking music. Oh yeah, I got it. God was, uh, damn it, Ralph. I was bad last week. Yes.
wow, this is... God, I wish people... It, it, really, it's donate, donate so you can watch Ralph dance yeah. like this. So, I got it. So, we got Sir... Uh, Surprison, it's John. Surpri- surprising. Surprising. Sur- <laughs> surprising. I'm sorry. I put, I put you and I put you behind bars, John. Um, what <laughs> would Saints Twitter response be if Drew played like Aaron Rodgers did today? That's I, this isn't a hypothetical. That Drew played like shit in, against Oakland, against the Raiders. Uh, sorry, not Oakland, against the Raiders, uh, and looked very much like Aaron Rodgers looked today. And we saw. Dude, what no, happened, no, no, no. So that's. Drew, Drew is—he wasn't as bad as Aaron was today. Like Drew was bad against the Raiders. He wasn't throw two pick sixes bad, which basically Aaron Rodgers did. One of them was a pick six. One of them they returned to the one. Like so, uh, I—it's—it's it's, look at this point. It's not going to take much for Saints Twitter to turn on Drew, Drew. and forget the fact that. Uh, you know, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. And this is his final play. year. Yeah. Y'all right. are F y'all, man. I'm getting what? mad just thinking about it. And it hasn't so, even happened. What role is Michael Thomas going to have moving forward with Sanders emerging in AK going nuts? Um, it's an interesting he's, question, Dave. Like where he's gonna like, have, he's gonna go right back to exactly what he's been doing. It you know, it's not it's not <laughs> you know Emmanuel Sanders will have to, you know, get back and get take a back seat uh, and go, get back in his place because this is uh, this is Michael Thomas's team. Well, I don't think I think it's a good question. He's not going to have 150 catches because he missed a month, right? And basically, he only had like two catches the first week. He's got like 17 yards total, so he's not. He's like 150 catches, but I think. I think it's only going to be like 85% of the targets that it was in 2019. But I think, you know what I think it's going to be? I think his production is going to be even better. I think the whole all Michael Thomas does is catch slants. I think that's going to kind of disappear because I think teams are going to have to balance out. They got to they gotta worry about Kamara. They got to worry about Emmanuel Sanders. And look, uh, Jared Cook. Had a monster deep play against the Chargers. So you forget about him, and he'll kill you. So I think Michael Thomas is going to come back. He's going to look like Dave. He's going to look the same as he ever, as he always has. But I think the volume is going to be a little bit, a little bit lower. All right. So now yeah, he'll have he'll have at least ten catches. <laughs> ten, ten catches, 120 yards. It'll be like it'll be like he never left. This is from yep. Jason, Dave. Who's the bigger fraud, the 2020 Packers or Jarris Bird? I mean, this isn't even fair. You, 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 nothing trumps Jarris Bird. You know, it's like Jarris Bird was the biggest fraud that ever lived. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, the thing is with Jarris Bird, though, is like he got hurt. So I feel like frauds, busts, like. Jay, Jonathan Sullivan is 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 higher up the list. Sean Knight, like, I, the, oh, that's my only caveat with Jerry's Bird. Like he, like the Saints signed, like they signed a lemon. Like his knee was shot when they signed him. I don't know how he got. I don't know how he passed yeah. the physical or whatever. But he was shot. The he was shot the day the Saints signed him. So maybe maybe yes. that does make him a fraud. I take it all back. Yeah. All right. So, Dave, let's get to. 
The Saints, week seven. The Saints are three and two. They are a half game behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC South. They are ahead of the Carolina Panthers. The Saints are hosting the Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater. The Saints are a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, who you got, and more importantly, who is going to be your? They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Seven and a half point favorite. If I was gambling, I might I might take the pack the Panthers on this one. Uh, but obviously, for the outright win loss, I'm going to take the Saints for the win. Uh, are we playing this game in the Superdome? I'm we assuming are. We are. We play. Oh well, assuming... that's a good question. Are we playing the game in the Superdome? Or are we playing at Tiger Stadium? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming that they'd probably have to make an announcement by by now, by tonight. I would think if they're going to move the game to. Baton Rouge. Are they, are they going to do that with less than a week? I don't know. I don't see that yeah. happening. Let me check Nick. Uh, so I'm going to assume the, uh, this game, at least, is still going to be played in the Superdome. Uh, it's the return of Teddy. I know Teddy's been playing pretty well. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, the offense yeah. for Carolina, it looks nice at times, but like, and I know the Bears have a good defense, but they 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 struggle. They struggle blocking people, man. Carolina does. They really do. I mean, without Christian McCaffrey, they don't they don't really scare me. Uh, you know, Teddy's okay. He's a game manager quarterback, but I don't think he's he's not an elite talent. I think that, the, that he can just take over a game and just just beat you. Well, they got um, Robbie Anderson too. He got the jet stink off of him, and he's back. To yeah. He, well, no, nah. more specifically, he got the Adam Gaze stink off of him, <laughs> and now he's back to being good again. Like yeah, he's a but really, still, he was a really not, nice not, sign not, by Carolina. Not much of a, not much of a worry for me. Um, so uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Michael Thomas will be back. So I think the offense is, you know, I think we'll be good for at least 30 points. I'm gonna say Saints 35. Um, you know, I'm hoping maybe this will be the first game. Uh, where the defense finally figures it out, maybe they know they know Teddy's tendencies a little bit uh, more than uh, other quarterbacks. Um, well, it's Sean course. Payton's offense. He tra- Joe Brady, man, like he was an intern with the Saints, right, or a glorified intern. Like yeah. Sean Payton should know, um, like all that shit. Well, I mean, but you could say the same thing. Teddy knows our defense, so you know yeah, it works true. both ways. Works both ways. Um, but uh, I'll say also I'll say Saints thirty five Panthers seventeen, and uh, I will say player of the game it'll be Mike Thomas he's back he like you said you know ten catches hundred and twenty yards I will say this I will say this it'll be interesting with the Panthers because the last few years especially since twenty seventeen Sean Payton owned. Ron Rivera like he was always like one step ahead of the Panthers and even um you know I'm I'm trying to think Luke Keekley he was always Sean Payton was always one step ahead of them and kind of out coached them consistently for the last three years so it'll be interesting with Matt Rule the new coach can he do it this is a great question that I missed from CK in on the YouTube live stream will we ever see a wide receiver Talk to Breeze the same way as Adam Thielen did to Cousins today. No. If any receiver ever talks to Breeze like that, Drew Breeze has the right to murder them. 
I didn't see this. What happened? Disrespectful. Got- but Kurt Cousins deserved it because Kurt Cousins is trash. But, like, if a Saints receiver ever got and yelled at Drew Brees like that, Drew Brees could strangle them to death. And we'd be like, that's cool. Even if Drew Brees was having, like, a horrible game, like, you can't come at Brees like that. You just can't. I won't. That's just. You know how was he? How was he yelling? At he him? was just yelling at him. I mean, the, the the the. I mean, Minnesota. Kirk Cousins was awful. They got worked by the Falcons. In I mean, it was at Minnesota. Granted, it's no fans, so that's kind of weird. But when you play the zero and five Falcons and you get, they got worked. Like at one point, it was like thirty to seven. Uh, it ended up forty to twenty three, but it really wasn't that close. Like uh, Minnesota. Has gone off the rails. The funny thing about Minnesota is their fans sort of bang on the Saints because they've look they've had the Minnesota miracle. They won the playoff game last year. But the funny thing with the Vikings is, and I told one of their fans today that jumped into my timeline, I was like, "How sad must you be to know that Kirk Cousins' his peak is winning a wild card game, and that's the best he's ever gonna be." is beating the Saints in a wild card game. He's going to get you no further. He's going to give you no more, and you're stuck with him for three more years. How sad must that make you? And that Viking fam just shriveled away and went back under their rock. And, oh, by the way, we beat them in 2009. We have a Super Bowl championship. They don't, so fuck them. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough. 
to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. But I'm going to say this game, I think the Saints, if you look at them, they played really well in Detroit, but they didn't start well. And Detroit kind of bumped. The Saints are due for a ass-kicking from start to finish. Dave, what was it? You said it in the, the Monday Night Instant Reaction podcast, right? You, I said, what do you want? What more do you want out of the game? And you were like, I want to be able to drink my beer in peace, and I want the Saints to kick the living shit out of a team. That's what I want. And that's what you're going to get Sunday. The Saints are going to kick the crap out of the Panthers, and it's going to be 35-13. to 13. The defense is going to look good. They're going to sack Teddy four or five times. They're going to have three, four turnovers. They're going to look amazing, and everybody's going to be like, oh, maybe we need to take a second look at the Saints in the NFC. Still a long way to go. Um, and my – They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. My star of the day, I'm going to throw out a name that's a little bit weird, um, but it's going to be this guy. Anzalone is going to have – Wow, a, wow. He's going to have a touchdown. Either It's, it's going to be either a pick <laughs> – it's going to be a pick six, or he's going to pick up a wow. fumble, and he's going to have a touchdown. That's my that's my prediction. So Subscribe. Subscribe. Well, yeah. Hey, if I hit on Janoris Jenkins week one, so if I can hit again, I just think of the possibilities, Dave. So, <laughs> so listen, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us in the chat room. I know they got – I appreciate it. I know they got baseball on tonight, and they got uh, football um, so we appreciate you guys for joining us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Kevin joined us for 20 minutes. It was lovely. Uh, then he had a power outage because apparently he lives on the outskirts of St. Louis where uh, they don't have electrical grid. It's just um, more likely he just didn't pay the bill. Probably, you know. <laughs> Seems more likely. Probably. Uh, so. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Andrew wasn't here. Thanks to Andrew's dad for uh, making sure that a juge was uh, in attendance tonight. We appreciate that. So, guys, sign up for this podcast, man. We are the best freaking podcast in the world. We are number 87 most popular football podcast in America this week. How about that? Okay. Nice. So, so sign up. Become a patron. You get access to this podcast every single day. And you get a booze bundle with swag items. It's amazing. You should do it. So for Andrew, for Kevin, for Dave, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed.